started. Let me start. Let me start. You said let you start away. Let me start. Oh, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Hello, hello, everybody. Sak Passe. Welcome to the Zoe View Podcast. This is, you know, your returning best host ever, co-host ever, is Marie. Well, now y'all can call me T-Mai not because I got legal business now. You're a business owner now. Yes, I'm a business. I'm an entrepreneur. Don't refer me by your name. Refer me by your business. Yes, we refer me by T-Mai. <laughs> Google me, ho. People call me that, though. Like, when I go, whatever that's sticks. what that's what everybody be like, T-Mai. Whatever sticks. My thing is, that means your branding is working well. That's all that is. Period. It's working well. How you doing? Um, Sapase listeners, welcome back. This is Bo. Uh, welcome returning listeners, new listeners. Welcome again. And, uh, oh, the new listeners don't know me. Hey, new listeners. Nah, the only ones that know you is the ones that, for some reason, they like you more than me. Yeah, I forgot the new listeners don't know me. Hey, new listeners, I'm the real original co-host. The new listeners don't know me. Okay, no, it's just how you said it. Oh, my bad. Oh, my bad. I am the original co-host of Zovey Podcast. I've been in the beginning. I still be around sometimes, you know. Yes, I, was, I, I, I want, I'm happy you all because I, I constantly have to tell people, just because Marianne doesn't do the podcast doesn't mean me and her are like not friends. And I be listening to the podcast, even though I haven't put my comments about things, but I do be listening to the podcast. Yes. I got to make sure, you know, he's straight and make sure the co-host I agree to. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. I'm here. How, how does it feel as a business owner? I like how you brought that energy of life. The business owner life is stressful, but it's freeing. It's been, it's hard. So right now what I do is I sell natural juices, um, things for like detox, just natural juice that you can get vitamins in your body. Um, I also do like lemonades and limeades, all, everything is handmade. Um, I also do post-op care. So if you got any BBLs, I take men and women and you know, Cause I need to let there's people know there's men out here getting BBLs and, and you know, I'm all for everybody, you know, pride month, you know, guys, I'm all for it. Do what you want to do. Whatever is best for your money. You got the money, go get your body done. If you want, you know, I'm for it. And I can help you with your, um, healing stage. So I do the lymphatic massages, you know, if you need the meal prep, you need somebody, a nurse to take care of you. I'm here. So y'all, y'all just look at, look me up. Like I said, and y'all see everything. I also do, I'm an esthetician now, so I do facials, I exfoliate the whole body, hand massages, face massages. It's worth it, y'all. I can attest to it. Yes. That's good. And now we're going to drop the, what do you call it? I'm going to drop the the link to your services for anybody that's in Florida. Book. Book you. Yeah, and I'm mobile. My services are all mobile, so I come to you. Mm-hmm. And I can come to any workplace, hotel, your house. You, you want to fly me out? Do it. I'm down. <laughs> fly me out. Pay. I'm I'm about that life. Uh, I have a business girl I know. She works with a... I think I told you that she works with a... She do athletes, uh, retwists. So like yeah. she be having like football, basketball players like fly her out. As she, she like, should. Whenever they book. Or if they, even if they don't book and they need a last minute week twist, she just says she'll just eat up. 
she'll just eat the cancellation for that client for that day that's local. Mm-hmm. And then she, she got to fly to fucking Texas real quick hey. for like two days. I ain't mad at her. And then that's how you, I guess that's how you build like your one player season, like damn, who did your shit? And then boom. Yeah. The rest is history. Can we get one of those blue checks to get your mark? I think, I think it's a good, uh, it's a good thing. So you like you like the free part of an entrepreneurship? Yeah, I like the free part. I don't like the all the work in the building. Like I'm literally doing this brick by brick by my own, you know. So it, it's it's hard, but it's worth it. And what I can say when you start your business, if you're not passionate about it or you do not enjoy it, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. yeah, you really have to be passionate about. Like, it's not all about the money. It's something that you love, you like to do, and stuff like that. It's really not all about the money. But I also tell people you'll be realistic too. Like, make sure your bills are paid. Yes, like, always. Don't even leave your job. Like I still work the nine to five life. Don't yeah, don't yeah. even leave your job. Just be like I, I always say it's a leap of faith you're taking. But if you starting off fresh from your business, like the idea of quitting your nine to five to start a business full time, is never the the right formula to me. Yeah, but it can be for some. It could be for some. Because I get it. Like faith. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like yo. Or unless you know you you saved enough where like your bills are paid for the next six months, mm-hmm. then I understand. But my thing is, if you quit your job today and knowing that you got some bills that like, cause your business you don't know. Like the thing about business ownership is like, one month you can make ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars, next month you can make ten dollars. <laughs> so think about that's just something to think about yeah. when it comes to business. Ownership. And also like, say you don't want to work that nine to five life, but you want to be a business owner, then you're gonna have to side hustle. Find some houses that you can do so you can pay off your dreams, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. I, tell you, I have some people that tell me, damn, nigga, you feel like you're doing a lot. I'm like, yeah, because I have a lot of different bills. Like the idea, the American idea of working one job but having multiple different type of bills is insane to me. And I can't believe I subscribed to that for that long, but it's all because, you know, we all grew up in this system. You know? Yeah. But at some point, if you want something different, you got to do something different. Period. But yeah, anyway, I just wanted to, you know, it's good to share that because maybe somebody that want to start a business. Yeah. Scared to take that leap of faith. Maybe they'll, maybe this will help them along the way. And drop y'all business, you know, comment, let us know what you guys, you know, we're always trying to support, especially black owned. Okay. Got to emphasize on that. Yeah. But, you know, we support all business, but black owned, <laughs> drop those business out there. Well, yeah, I mean, I've been like, I think two years ago, I said that I'm going to start using like more black products day to day shit. Mm-hmm. One thing I realized that, like I told myself, I think it was early pandemic. I was like, okay, I'm going to make a conscious effort of like all the day to day stuff that I've used. I think I said that to you. Yeah. Like I'm going to try to push for most of it, if not all to be black on. Mm-hmm. And somebody also told me, I think, um, Killer Mike had an episode, a show like that, mm-hmm. where he tried to do every day to day stuff black on, and he, I think he was having a hard time because we don't own that much shit for it. We don't at all. So like, I try, I'm trying, I'm still in the verb, so I have some. When I say day to day stuff, I literally mean day to day. I mean bank. Yeah. I mean, I go to the store. The store is black on. I'm buying groceries. I'm mm-hmm. black on. I try to eat out black on. The, the products that I use black on. Mm-hmm. So that's the goal. It's a journey. It is. And um, I've gotten a little bit more better. I guess I got better as month by month. What, what have I used black on? Besides restaurants, of course. 
I have I, clothes. I, I make a conscious decision of shopping more black home. Mm, toothpaste. When I do buy clothes, I do buy black home. Toothpaste? Mm, hair products. All my it's hair products toothpaste. are black home. Um, it's some charcoal toothpaste. It's like a natural. Okay. From I, this. I didn't think of that, but I looked into that. Yeah, toothpaste. I use like uh, soaps. Soaps. I use moisturizing. Soap. My soap is back on. My body butter is black on, and it's phenomenal. Shout out to uh, Creole Cosmetic. Period. Her shit is phenomenal. The beast. I'm not gonna. I've been using that for at least two years now. Make more product. Please make more product and stop being sold out. <laughs> it's a good thing, but make more product. <laughs> yes. So like, I make a conscious decision, but it's hard. Like, yeah. There's not a lot of stuff. that I do buy, I don't think I've ever bought, I bought a besides underwear, but I don't think I bought any shirt or pants. You got to get a black owned suit. Got to invest in that. They got some black owned lines in the suits. on Palm Beach that has this store. Black owned, but he doesn't make the clothes. No, there's some like, I seen some suits that tailored. Yeah, they're nice. He just sells them. I don't think he makes them, but I'll look into that. That's a good idea. But yeah, so I've been making a conversation decision for the past two years i think it's been going well it could be better yeah it could be way better but it's going well but it's like when you realize that damn day to day like i'm giving my money back to like big corporations yeah so i try to do that it's not easy but i'm i'm headed toward towards the right direction yeah and it just shows like black you know how people always complain oh ain't no money out there it's money out there because there's, there. there. there's a lot of things more, that need that are not black owned more people saying like oh you open a, 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 a restaurant, and it's a lot of black-owned restaurants. Right? No, it's not. They're not black-owned. It's not enough. First of all, what are Some, most of them are not black-owned, though. They're, really They're just working, but the person that owns it is a white man, a white, bald-headed, fat man. So a lot of y'all not even black-owned. Y'all be like, oh, I'm black. No. Yeah, they don't own it. That's true, too. So, yeah. Um, and, um, too, I noticed, like, a lot of black-owned companies, they sell their business they make somebody buy them out even though they're still working under they make somebody buy them out especially like if they're bankruptcy i did not know that but a lot of companies so they're not really that's what i said a lot of companies you think they're black owned they're not black owned it's not even just that too a lot of like the major companies they sell them they're they're profiting over like the idea of being black owned because they notice that's the trend now mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, let, me, let me let me put this out there that we black owned but knowing damn well the owner is never gonna come out yeah, because so, they'll have somebody as the face. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Especially a black woman. Mm-hmm. Black oh, woman definitely. The they love hiring a nice looking black woman as their face. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's what that is. Anyway, let's get to our topics for today. Topics of today. You were talking about red flags. Red flags. What about yes. red flags? Let's talk about it. So you know, I was I was the walking red flag. Period. <laughs> I was a walking red flag from head to toe. Red flag so, hilarious. yes. <laughs> oh, so I do want to say a uh, shout out to, I forgot to mention this. Um, Last episode, one of my podcast listeners that we started doing a podcast with John, I think in the month of May, sometime was his birthday, and I didn't say that last episode. Oh, my God. Shout out to uh, John from the John Fed podcast. Bon Fed John. I love him. Like, that man, so I need to meet him. One day I got to go. I got to travel out there. I told him, yo, whenever you come down to Miami or South Florida or Florida, period, let me know. Let us know. We're going to link up for sure. Got to link up with him. It's a Maybe. beautiful soul. Yes. He's one of the reasons I, I like podcasting. I love his podcast. Like, weirdly enough, like, 
I still listen to his. I might not listen to every episode. Yeah, but I still I still catch a few episodes. Yeah, that's still somebody I still yeah. And he's funny as fuck. Like when I said the man, the man is just naturally like the man. Y'all need to just go listen to that podcast. I ain't even gonna talk about it. Go listen to his podcast, the John Fat. But anyways, yes, you was a walking red flag. Yeah, I was a walking red flag. I had all the toxic. What is red flag for you? What is give me give me your example as a woman. Your meaning as a red flag. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll just put it out there. A red flag is a behavior or something that you know we do that just shows on like that shows how toxic we are it's something that we do yeah right it's something that we do that shows your your opinion yeah it's let's have i feel like it's just something like that i'm i'm not fixing and people probably if people see me that i do one thing and they'll know like okay yeah, this is her toxic behavior. I don't, cause if that makes sense, like I hate the word toxic. You, know you do. Because people do Or you could just say it's just something. Okay, it's something that we're trying to hide, mm-hmm. but we do like we do little things, or we'll put something off. Okay, so what? Trying to hide. Why do you say you were a walking red flag. I was a walking red flag. Well, I'm sorry. Why do you say you was a walking red flag? Because like, let's okay, start. I was a walking red flag for daddy issues there was behaviors that i did or things that i did that would know like damn she crying for her dad or she ain't had her dad in her life you know how like men uh, men like talk about like a girl that doesn't have to have daddy issues yeah 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 i used to say that out loud but i start keeping it yeah myself. but i was just like those were the like every sign like when you listen to drake or all those songs that was talking about daddy issues <laughs> you already could tell like damn that's marie like everybody already know like dang that's her like so yeah that's why I say I was the walking red flag. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I get it. What's 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 a red flag to you? To what me, does it mean? Um, a red flag to me means whatever I am working, whatever I'm, because red flag is like subjective to me. In a way. It, it is. So it's kind of like depends on what, depends on um. Damn. What is a red flag? Whatever I am looking for. Okay, let me give an example because I can't really give a definition. Give example. Example. Random friend. You know, we've been a friend. This is a year into the friendship. And then, like, I know what I consider a good friend. I Mm -hmm. know what I consider somebody that I'm going to fuck with long term. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I like to tell people, hey, a good friend to me is equivalent to finding a good wife or husband. That is true. They're rare. That is true. To me, like we don't put enough emphasis or enough importance. And when you find one good friend, I don't care how many friends you have, but when you find one good one, hold on to that motherfucker, motherfucker mm-hmm. like you married to them. That is true. Because they're not easy. Like it's the it's a diamond in a rough. It's equivalent to finding a husband or wife, a good husband or wife, I should say. So let's say, you know, man, you just started being friends this year. And then, you know, I'm seeing some stuff that doesn't align with my, what I want or my belief or what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So we're hanging out right now and then I'm hearing you like talk about people too much. Cause I talk about people too like much. Gossip. It's all fun. It's all yeah. fun and games. Like, damn, look at this girl right here. I hate her or I this and that. And then like, we in the same room with them. And then you you telling me, oh, this girl, You already hate her. Her, her makeup trash. Nah, but you but you ain't her face. But 
Literally. Oh, I like your makeup. Hey, girl, how you doing? Woo! Child. That is a big red flag. <laughs> big, big, big red flag. Sounds like Caribbean, but we ain't gonna talk about big, that. Big, big, big red flag. <laughs> like, you know, you do all this, and or woman that walks in a room and then look around, oh, I'm the baddest bitch in here. Like, yo, who gives a fuck? Like, we here, we're, we having a good time, we're drinking, or we just having love. That can't be confidence, or she just need to humble herself. It can herself. be confidence. But also, that's why that's another reason why I say it's subjective. Okay. It can be confidence, but if every time we walk in a room, that's your first thought. <laughs> hell no, that's <laughs> I love it. To me, you're, you're 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 too much of a visual person, and to me, like there's nothing wrong. There's, there's a level between you know, confidence and like, mm-hmm. uh, what's the other term? With somebody that's just conceited, like, not conceited. I don't think I no. think that person tells herself that because I know somebody like that, and that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Because you actually don't think you look good. Mm. If every time we go out or every time we go somewhere or every time we're in a public place, you look around and you're like, oh, I know I'm the baddest bitch in here. Keep in mind, you know how mm-hmm. that, that meme be like, nobody, literally nobody. Mm-hmm. Here she go. I'm the baddest bitch in here. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? We're not even on this right now. We're I'm just sitting here chilling, mm-hmm. like having a good time. Yeah. So later on, come to find out that's exactly what it was. Because I also realized that God gave me a gift where sometimes I hate, I hate that though. Yeah, like he I did. Spot some of the red flags on people, and I've learned that. Let me keep it to myself because sometimes when I say it, I feel like I'm speaking it more into existence, so I try not to. <laughs> but for example, that's a red flag to me. Mm. Um, I'll give y'all. So, I was talking to this guy, right? Uh-huh. And this guy here, Bo, just spilling out, like telling me about this guy. Don't even know this guy. Which Never guy? talked to the guy. Go the go I'm a, I'm the guy we, I used to talk to until I had seen. So I ain't never like, you know, and like both just saying all these things, right? Here go red flag, this, this. But the one that Wait, stuck I to was, me. I was telling you the red flag? Yeah, like okay. you were telling me these red flags and this is why the you relationship. And I wasn't listening. Okay. So the relationship broke off, right? And one thing that stick to me, and I always tell Bo, he was like, what fucking guy would wear a long sleeve, <laughs> a long sleeve turtleneck shirt in the middle of the summer or a sweatshirt in the middle of the summer? Till this day, I kid you not, if a guy approached me this summer with a turtleneck or a long sleeve or I see them with a sweatshirt, I would not talk to that guy. Yo. Just for that fact. That's a red flag to me because what are you hiding? I don't care if you're big, like we love big people, skinny people. It don't matter because it's not only big people that do it, right? Y'all think, oh, it's just big people because they're trying to cover their arm. No. If somebody wears a long sleeve during the summer, they have an issue that they're trying to hide. And maybe I see it because I see the sweat coming down from your forehead and maybe I don't want them issues. You know what's funny? almost forgot what you were talking about until you said that. <laughs> I remember that summer like it was yesterday. The, Were you guys listening? I think the guy would have talked to you and he wore a long sleeve too, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and you know, then he, up, like, he went through my Facebook, remember? Oh, okay. so he was uncomfortable. Let's give him the backstory. <laughs> so I think you started talking to this guy. And I left the podcast. No, yeah, you was doing a, we was doing a, we, yeah. I think that was around the time when we actually started doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. I and I, yeah, it was. So you started talking to this guy, and then I was like, man, you, you act a little different, and then you literally <laughs> cut everything. Off. Yeah, everybody. But keep in mind, guys, that was the first time 
But in, in reality, like me, the type of person I am, I don't take it as much because of uh, the, at the same time, I was more concerned about her well-being mm-hmm. than the podcast. Because I'm like, yo, the podcast won't be here. It could not be here. It doesn't matter. It was just that it was a lot of, like, it was just a lot of red flag of like, why is she acting like this? Yeah. It was just so random. I literally cut everybody. My friends, I ain't talked to nobody. Even my family. And then I don't know how I find out how we even started back talking because I think you told me like, he like, didn't like the fact that me and you was doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this man just pulled up here. <laughs> he don't know me from a can of paint. He don't know you. And keep in mind. Oh, that's when I broke up. When I broke up with him. Oh. Yeah, and then the, all the stuff spilled. spilled. So, Come to find out, this guy messaged me. Did he message me? Off of my Facebook. I think he messaged me off of your Facebook asking, like, what's going on? I'm like, nigga, listen to <laughs> I remember because the nigga was like, oh, well, you know, I'm trying to marry her. Some of the stuff that she says on the podcast, I don't approve of it. You never know what she's going to be later on as a mother, as this and that. I'm like, nigga, what? I was already a mother, y'all. She was already a mother. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, she, early on, there's some stuff I didn't want to... I didn't want to drop some stuff that was said on the podcast. I didn't want to drop and Marianne insist on it. Drop, drop it. Cause I'm transparent. It is so what it is. It is what it is. So when he like, Oh, let's meet up in person. So in my mind, I'm like, this nigga is bold. And then I, I don't know what it was. So at this time I was bored. So I was like, okay, let me entertain this shit. Right here. <laughs> so I, I'm sure I think we went to like a Starbucks or some shit. I'm sitting there, you know, it's the middle of summer y'all in Florida. <laughs> I don't care what part of Florida you in. Middle <laughs> of July is hot as fuck. Especially because at the time we was living in North Florida, we was living in Tallahassee. North Florida has a has a type of uh, South Georgia hot to it where it's just... It's hot. It's, it's hot. hot as hell. It's like no breeze, no nothing. <laughs> Think about leaving the oven on and then opening the door to the oven where that's all you get. That's Heat. what it was. So no I'm wind. I'm there waiting on this dude. And then... Like, I, you know, in the picture, I'm like, okay, this guy's a bigger dude. I'm like, I don't care. Like, mm. it is what it is. This nigga pulls up with a thick, thick sweater. And keep in mind, I've been telling Marianne, yo, these type of niggas used to stay away from me, but she doesn't listen. And then she come up, like, whatever was saying in there, I couldn't get over of this man wearing a thick sweater. Because we sat there and talked for like an hour or something. Because, you know, he was telling me how much he loved Marianne and this and that. I'm like, okay, cool. Like why are you talk? First of all, I was like, why are you talking to me like I'm like, like I'm her father or something? Like, and then like I couldn't. I don't remember none of the conversation. I'm gonna be honest. I know. Yeah, that's all you remember. To the podcast, Who, probably does. Shout out to you, man. Wasn't he Muslim? Nation of Islam. Nation of Islam. Yeah, that N O I, that cult. But you know, we ain't gonna get into yeah. that. <laughs> that's a red flag. If <laughs> he say he from N O I, leave, ladies, leave. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. I don't care how woke spiritual he say he is. Lee, they they controlling. For him, for him, mind you, he never put his hands on me. But for him to make me do all that stuff, I was like, wow. Just all mentally. They don't have to be physical. Yeah, and I was like, I can't believe I did all that. stuff. I remember because remember you cut off one of our mutual friends, and you said like, oh, he didn't want he didn't want you to be friends with her because she wear too short of a skirt. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, nigga. Nah, she she can't even be friends with motherfuckers that she want to be friends with. Couldn't, no. So I don't even know, know how he got me that. No. I stopped talking, even my best friend Whitney, I stopped talking to her too. And that was crazy. Mm. Over a guy. So that's a red flag. Red flag. Anyways, guys, I hope you guys are taking notes. I Please. Somebody listening here. Yes. It's going. But like, no, low key, like, if he's wearing that long sleeve, please write this down. <laughs> no. And then, especially right now, like, I feel like we live in an era if you. 
big or not, like you, this is the best era if you're uncomfortable with your body to try to be as comfortable. Yeah. Because it's more accepted in this world now. And I'm not saying it's completely accepted because we all know that some people yeah. are going to be a certain way. But it's all about, like, I, it's not about the sweater. It's about the confidence for me. To me, that like I could tell, like as I was talking to any guy, like I see, like any guy, woman, whatever it is, like I read body languages mm. a lot, and like when I notice you walking in the room, you know how girls be like, oh yeah, I like a man when he walk in the room to feel like he that nigga. Mm-hmm. It's not about like, oh yeah, like you know, I'm better than everybody. Yeah, it's just like within like like yourself, you're comfortable with it. That's it. And sometimes that shit spills over, like you could see, like I have a sixth sense of noticing that right away. Mm-hmm. And this has nothing about how you look or don't look. Yeah, it has everything to do about, to do about confidence. No, it does. Because I know guys, I know guys like I'm confident enough to be like, yo, this is a handsome dude. I know some dudes that's like that, but they're so fucking like not confident at all. And it shows they're either wearing sweaters, mm-hmm. these niggas are wearing hats, they're not even bald. Yeah, it's just random shit. Or the niggas that are bald, they're wearing hats, and I'm like, nigga, there's women out here that like niggas like you. Yeah, and you know that, but for some reason you can't overcome that sometimes that's like a comfort zone too Uh in a way like it's just a comfort to hide something sometimes it's not even about confidence it's just like you're trying to hide like some things that you think that you hiding from people like but you're not even it's filling out the room because everybody already know so too it's like more of a comfort it's like your comfort blanket like yeah, like oh, let me. Like because I know this too like me with the long sleeve, I used to be one of them. I used to always wear like jean jackets. Early on, I remember that. Yeah, and I was I like, remember. "What?" I used to wear jean jackets to the beach, y'all. With a bathing suit, that. and I, I didn't realize until, like I said, I was like, "Dang!" Now that I'm more comfortable and stuff with myself, I noticed like a lot of things change. I wear whatever, I do whatever, I say so, whatever. Now we're in the um, topic of doing like per thirty. All right, so now since we're in the topic of red flags. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about confidence and like the opposite sex. What about just friendship red flags? What are some friendship red flags to you? Um, for me, because all my friends divorced me. <laughs> Duh, <laughs> sent me the divorce papers in the mail, but you know we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> but um, one thing is if um, one thing I would say for oh right. One thing I would say for me is friends that what can I say is a red flag? Cause there's a lot. Mm. Or just give an example. You don't have to name. Okay, it. maybe maybe the example. I would say example is like when a friend be like, say like you. Everybody know you're on a budget, right? Like for me, I'm on a budget. So everybody know me I'm too. on a budget. So when friends be like, oh, I don't want no broke friends or fuck these broke <laughs> friends. Like I feel like that's a clue. Like. You're not my friend. Like, that means I'm not your friend because I'm on, I tell you I'm on a budget, but now you're talking about, oh, no broke fans. I don't want to be around like, nobody also, broke. Like, being on a budget doesn't equal broke. It doesn't. But uh-huh. if if I'm telling you I'm on a budget and now you want to sing these broke friends song, or oh, I want no broke fan, or you can't go to no trips, no I feel like that's a red flag right there because what are you trying to say? Like, why you just don't tell me, like, Marie, you know, hey, you can't go on trips. No, I don't want those type of friends right now. I need friends that can go on trips and stuff like that. This is, like, from me, from experience. Uh-huh. Like, I had that, like, with me because, you know, I have kids and I've been budgeting and there's certain things that I don't want to go broke for people. So there's certain things I'm not going to do. Like, me, I'm not going to go to the club with my friends. I, 
I'll be the one $5 in the club standing up dancing while my friends go pay $100 at that table. It's just certain things I'd rather spend money for, certain things I don't want to spend money for. Priorities. Yeah, it's just my priorities and stuff. So if we have different priorities, I feel like that's a that's like a red flag. That means, you know, we're not on the same level, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Or if you know I'm on a budget, but then you start saying all these broke jokes, I don't like that. So but... that's your biggest red flag? Yeah, because that's what, yeah, I feel like that's what my friends always do. They be like, dang, she broke. Or if you... Or if you know, like, I would say, like, if you know, um, I would say one thing. So I used to be like a real hoe, like real thought bop, whatever, right? So there's some friends that will use that. They're like, oh, I can't bring my man around Marianne because she used to be a hoe. That, that mean you really not my friend or you have insecurity. You know, you know what I understand with that as a man? Yeah. It's like you doing that or you putting that, like, what does that mean? Like, I don't know, but a lot of men, a lot of. because you have before. Um, yeah, go ahead. Quick, just because you have a friend that's been with different men or you consider the air quotes a whole, because I also think that's very subjective. Mm-hmm. It's like, what does that have to do with the relationship you have going? It's like, for example, they're insecure with their relationship. Insecurity. That's what I'm insecurity saying. Insecurity really is the death. That's what I'm saying. Life. It's like me having a girl and then me not bringing my girl around, like my certain men that or, or your homeboys. Just because I'm like, oh shit, like one of these niggas might try to. Fuck my whole, fuck my girl. I'm like, what? First of all, if she, if he's able to do that, that was never my girl to begin with, Period. personally. At least that's how I go about it. I'm like, oh, thank you for letting me know. If a, if a homeboy ever was able to do something like that to me, mm-hmm. I'm like, if in a way, the relationship will be done. But also, I'm gonna thank this man. I'm like, yo, thank you because you made you basically made me dodge a bullet. Yeah. Because imagine if you would have built with this person for life, mm-hmm. knowing that this is something so easy that this this man could do. Yeah. But. It's always weird to me as a woman when I've heard this scenario before and other group of friends is like, I don't want to bring my man around this group of people or this girl or whatever. Yeah. But that's all insecurity because like, you don't have confidence in yourself that you could- That's why it's out. a red flag though. Like I tell you, right? It's a red flag. Cause once my friends say that, even if you say in a joking manner, I'm not going to take that as a joke. I'm just going to leave that. I agree. Like that's, it is what it is. Joke got some truth. Oh no, it got whole truth to it. When people I be agree. joking around, Got whole trophy. To say with your chest. Take that jokingly out. Take that LOL out. Stay with your chest all year. I agree. So I, yeah. And another one too. I got one more. Go ahead. That, oh, people hate me for that. When you, they talk about like your other friends, but they exclude them. Like they'll talk bad about them. But then when we go meet up with the friend, they're all hee hee ha ha. I don't like that shit. Oh, like don't do that. Earlier. Yeah, like, tell them tell them what you said to me uh, earlier. Like tell them what you said. So I know a lot of people don't like that. But no, you're not gonna bad talk about a friend that we have a mutual friend. Bad talk them to me and then gonna be in her face. Now, if you're gonna bad talk about her and not fuck with her, okay. But you're not gonna bad mouth and then still try. No, I don't like that. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't I don't like that stuff. We grown. I wanna say what that person gonna do? Beat you? Like exactly. wow! Now some people they don't they claim they don't like confrontation, but they say and do everything that's confrontational. Yeah, I'm a confrontational person. I I slow down a little bit, but I'm very confrontational. Like I want all the shits. Like if you're gonna talk bad about me, I'm gonna confront you. So what did you say about me? Because I got this screenshot. But, also <laughs> but I had to stop it. That is like that doesn't mean you want to fight. Either. No, it doesn't mean want to fight. Just tell me like. But some people they the guards go up automatically when it comes. To yeah, them. they. But I'd be you know, like, just tell flag. me. Now we like, I think my red flag is almost similar to what you were saying. Mm-hmm. A friendship red flag. Mm-hmm. 
everybody's not perfect. No. Of course, we all fight our demons. We all have confident issues internally. All of us. I don't care how good or bad you think that person looks. They're fighting something internally. But I feel like the lack of self-worth is a red flag to me. Not to say Dang, that. Then that means I was a red flag to you. Yeah, but... I was, because I had, I had no self-worth back in the days. When I first started this fight... This is my red flag now. Oh, okay. As in, like, I didn't even have the knowledge or the vocabulary to say what I'm saying right now. Okay. Like five years ago, to be honest. Just because I wasn't in that mindset. In mindset. I, I wasn't it. in that mindset back then. Okay. Then. Now, I say that, I'm not saying that, oh, I have the most self-worth in the world. Mm. I'm just saying that, like, the lack of it. Like, sometimes there's, like, we all have our demons, but it's like sometimes when it's too much, I don't think people realize how much that carries over and everything. It does. For example, these that, that example you just said, mm-hmm. that's part of like, yo, how much do you even worth? You think you're worth, like to me. If you think you can't even bring your, your people you call friends, you can't bring your significant other around them, like, do you think you're worth anything at this point? Do you mm-hmm. think you're worth being in a relationship, friendship, whatever it is? I think lack of self-worth and also we're all adults. We all have different measures of communication, but lack of communication. Like oh, I got a homeboy. When babe, I say lack, I'm both. See, I'm the walking stage. <laughs> when I say lack, I mean like we all. I don't have the most perfect communication skills, but I try to progress. Mm. Like I also always tell myself every summer I evaluate myself. Like what am I doing this summer, or what have I been doing this past year that I want to improve in the following. Mm-hmm. For example, I have a close friend that I know for, I know this man, what's the word, 15 years now. Mm-hmm. Since 15 years ago, I knew, once again, I wasn't there mentally, so I didn't know how to elaborate this. Mm-hmm. Talk about this. He has very self-confidence issues. Mm-hmm. But this is me able to talk about it now because I'm grown, I've experienced still experiencing and like I know this man well enough like mm-hmm. some people you can't say if I know you for 15 years nigga I know you yeah you can't say oh this nigga don't know me no nigga you know, you know them I know you I know your mother but you know we, we all change too we all change we all grow yeah but the thing is with him like over the past years like 15 years those things haven't changed oh it's the same it's no. the same if anything to me I think they've gotten worse oh no like you know, life have you been honest with him? Because I feel like sometimes as a friend, we have to be like, I noticed like me back in the days, I used to not be honest with my friends. But now as I'm healing and going through shit, I'm like, okay, y'all, we got to tighten up. Like I do, but when I, this, with him, mm-hmm. I have to find a different approach because that approach don't work. Okay. He'll just shut yeah. down. So I you need like a softer. Like, I'll be like, yo, like you need to be more confident. And mm-hmm. I, I, I give him props because, um, there was a time where like we had a heart to heart and he was like, yo, I need, I need help. Like I need to go mm-hmm. therapy. Yeah. I don't know if he did or not, but he was like, yo, I need to go to therapy. Like I'm going through something. And I'm like, yo, you know, I appreciate you even expressing mm-hmm. this. Yeah. And this is nothing that we didn't know because it's, it's a group of us. It's like, yo, it's nothing that we didn't know. Sometimes we choose to talk about it. Yeah. You know, sadly us men, a lot of times more than, more than any, anything. We, we joke about things like that. Yeah. A lot. So, um, I was telling him, like, yo, get that help. But, like, and I'm only bringing this up because it's, like, this person was dealing with another friend, a woman friend that I know. And it's, mm. like, yo, like, she's going on about, how oh, this, this, and that. I'm, like, yo, this is actually normal help. Mm-hmm. It's, like, you expect, 
I, I, what I don't like is people expecting themselves, yeah. other people, and someone else. Like, yo, everybody's different. Yeah. Like, you put that expectations on there, it's yeah. like you're just setting yourself up in a way. Because she probably, like, seen the potential in him, but she's not seeing what he's giving. This is what he's yeah. giving. But at the end of the day, lack of self-worth and lack of communication. That's my top two. Yeah. And it's it, like, because that those two things, they kind of, like, influence everything. They do. How you walk in a room, how you communicate with people, how you interact with people, all that shit. Yeah. It's like, I'm not expecting you to be the greatest communicator in the world. But goddamn, nigga, we damn near 30. Most of us here listening, most of my, I've seen like a little data where it's like, most of the listeners that's listening here is between the age of like 24 and 35. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying everybody should be in the greatest communicative form. All I'm saying is that anyone that's listening right now, it's kind of like, how can you do better from what you did the year prior or the week prior or the month prior? I do that every 30 days. I reevaluate myself. 30 days? Every 30 days. And I have like these questions of like, what are my goals? Mm-hmm. Um, what can I, how can I better myself? So every 30 days, it's like a one a journal entry uh-huh. and I do it every first of the month. And I write it because you'd be surprised. Like when I look back at, I look back at those pages mm-hmm. after like December and I look after back. 30 days but we change it, it works for you yeah it works for me okay. you can do it some people do it every three months some people do it like I, when i first started i did it like every six months and then i went to every three months now i'm doing it every 30 days because i'm like dang i change like as i heal and stuff like i'm like a whole different person yeah. from if y'all first heard like the first episode of called guys is not I what you're gonna that. get now and people that. expect the old me from I me, and I'm not that, you know. Like my day one listeners, they'll, they'll, every now and then they'll message me like, damn, I know some people that's listening right now, they mm-hmm. may remember some of the old episodes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I really have changed. Yeah, a lot. And have grown over the years. Yeah, so. And I had some people be like, yo, yeah, yeah, I think this is, it has grown. It's mm-hmm. not about like, it's not that the experiences or the topics change. No, it's just like, yeah, we grow we learn. Said, yeah, we're different. Said, what you, how you express certain things, so I do agree. And if nobody else knows that you're a different person, trust me, I know. Yeah, so. People know. Yeah. People that don't do. Just don't. Know. They just probably met me, which is good because they're meeting this, Marie, this, you this, know. This chapter of me. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Or people that don't talk to me, they still think of me as that old Marie from five years ago. And then I'll be like, they'll come approach me. I'm like, I ain't that, I'm not that person no more. Just chill. But Get to know me. Sometimes I don't even tell people, though. I, I like to show them. Like, yeah. I don't be like, yeah, I've changed this. Unless there's a situation that... You don't have to tell them, but there's certain things. People will put you in a certain situation or say something. And, like, I guess they're, like, waiting for you to trigger or acting like. So I have to tell them, like, no, I don't... You know, I'm not that. Like, I don't no, do stuff no, like no, that, no, if that makes no, sense. What I do, I I hate to say it like this, but there's only a few things. There's about five, ten things I do on rota- in rotation mm-hmm. last two years. Mm-hmm. When I say in rotation, as in, like... There's not a week that, that goes by I don't do five to ten of those things. Yeah. Which is stay my ass at home. Period. <laughs> do outdoor things, whether it's kayaking, beach, hiking, walking in the park, mm-hmm. on a boat, whatever it is. Drink my tea. Always. Go to brunch. Period. And like basically maybe this podcast, that could be another thing. But like there's certain things that I do. I keep it on rotation because that's why 
Yeah. Every now and then I do something out of my comfort zone. I yeah. But like a lot of time, it's not because I don't want to do more or I don't want to do something. No, but those are your yeah, things. Yo, it's motherfuckers is just crazy out here. And I'm tired. Yep. And I'm like, yo, I want to live like I want the world that I want. I want to create it. As in, like, if I do these things, people are going to tag along who are going to tag along. Yeah. Like, I have a group of friends that I do yoga with. I got a group of friends that I go to brunch with. Mm-hmm. I got a group of friends that I get on the boat with. I say that because a lot of niggas be coming to me like, oh, every week, every month, you want a boat. But when it's time for me to sit, suffer. They don't want to. Oh, nobody, you ain't got to start that. Yeah. Nobody's nowhere to find Because people think I got all the money in the world. Hey, I'm going to make it clear right now for people listening. Hey, listen clearly. I do not have money like that. Okay. When y'all see me on a boat, it's because I plan for it. I budget. Yeah. Let me give you an example. If I know we're in the month of June now, we're in June 2020. Let's say, for example, you know, I'm saying, oh, at the end of the month, I want to do a boat out of Then it's like, you know, 10 of us. Let's say it's 10 friends I want to bring. I normally call my same 10 to 15. That you go on a boat with. Mm-hmm. Because they're reliable. You already like, know. They say mm-hmm. they're going to slide, they're going to slide. They say they're not going to slide, they're not going to slide. Yeah. Of course, you might have one or two that may cancel last minute, and that's okay. That's life. Because we've been doing this for, yeah, for a couple life. of years now, and life happens. I budget, meaning that I don't go to brunch this month. Mm-hmm. Meaning I don't buy that bottle of Hennessy, that bottle of tequila. <laughs> that I don't buy that bottle of wine. I don't buy it this month. I don't go out to eat much this month. I don't do this. I don't do that this month that normally would cost money. Yeah. That same money that I don't do, or I don't go out of town this month. That same money I don't do those things, I save it for save your it boat trip. For the boat outing. Yep. And that's what I do. And that's it. It's not about having money or not having money. It's about preparation. Yeah. Because I always tell people, hey, no matter how much money you make in the world, it's how much you keep. What you keep is more, more, more to me. What you keep is what is more important than what you make. Because, for example, think about it. You can make a $100,000. A Mar- Marianne and I can make fifty k each in one month. But if my bill that month is forty k and Marianne's bill that month is ten k who's really walking out of here with more money? <laughs> think about it. You make 50000 this month. I make 50000 this mm. month. But I got to pay back forty. I got to pay bills forty. That's like that leaves me just with just yeah. but you only gotta pay back or pay your bills 10 10 10 K. Who's really making more money for it? So yeah. that's just something to think about for you guys listening. Because people always think I'm listening. I'm not. Okay. I just wanna make that clear. I'm gonna yeah. repeat it over and over. It's not only you, it's for me too. And it's crazy, but like I tell like that's what I tell people. I remember I was telling Bo, like it's it's all about budgeting. And if I know I wanna go somewhere with my kids or something, I'm like, okay. How much money do I need to cut? Like I literally cut things out. Like people be looking at me like lie. I thought I'd be cutting shit off people. Like hey, I people cut. I just cut off because like I I like to experience things and I don't want because you know like there's like this there's oh single moms this and that and stuff. I'm using all the resources. Don't let nobody make you feel bad exactly. or make you use all the resources. If you're a single mom. Use what you can get now because you don't know when you're going to get married or get that person or get a house. So use all the resources to get you up. And that's me. That's what I'm doing. And use all these resources. Take your kids out and have a good time. 
And like go on vacation. Don't always stay in the house to go. Even if it's like you can't probably go like out of the country or go to a different state, do a road trip out of a different city and just, you know, enjoy life. That's it. That's facts. Yeah, that's it. I agree. I always tell people, you'll get out of your element. And I ain't gonna lie, COVID has been the best thing that happened to me. Like, I've been so, like, much of a better person for myself. I've been a better friend. I've been a better son. I've been a better everything. So, that's that. But, anyways, I want to move on to a little Ask Zovia segment. Ask Zovia. They actually, you have questions? They have some questions. I, like, my listeners, thank you for keep sending those questions for the Ask Zovia segment. Yeah. I just don't answer all the questions in one episode. I kind of spread Yeah, that's always good. And for some reason, I don't know if this person would ask me something like this. <laughs> I'm assuming this question is more for you, Marianne. Thank okay. you. There's a woman here. This person asked on Instagram, I'm going to leave them as anonymous. Um, do you mind bisexual men? <laughs> she need to go back to that episode. <laughs> I know we've talked about this, but yeah. I can't remember. Do you mind as in, I'm assuming would you date a bisexual man? Yeah, I actually dated. I remember I said in the previous I actually dated a bisexual man. And yeah. I tell everybody, yeah, we talked about it in the previous episode. Remember I tell you the bisexual that was like the best man I ever had. Like he was so open. He was like just common. He know how to talk. Cause he had both sides of the world, you know. He like used to take I feel like he took, you know, penis in the butt. And he gave penis. Like so he, you, you don't mind dating a bisexual man? No, I don't mind. If as long like it's just at first when I first dated him, I was like, dang, I have competition because I have to deal with. Let me ask. Let me ask. Men you. and women. Did you? Um, did he just openly told you he was bisexual? Yeah, he actually came to me and told me he was bisexual. And he was okay, so you were like okay. And I was okay, yeah, because I was feeling him before he even told me I was already feeling him. But then, like, before he even started dating me, he told me, like, hey, you know, I'm bisexual, so I've been going out. And what I loved about him, he was like, I want let's go get tested together. Okay. That was the first thing, because he, like, he knows, like, when he did stuff with men that he was prone to, like, HIV and AIDS, and he'd rather us, like, get tested together. So we're on the same page before we even started, like, even though we probably didn't have sex that moment, but he just wanted to make sure. Respect, respect. Yeah, so... Maybe this is like mm -hmm. TMI at that moment for him. Did you ask him which one was he? Like was he was both. He's the one that taught me the peg. That's why I tell people I'm the peg master. He's the one that taught me how to peg. That's why I tell nobody wait, can peg better oh, than me. Wait, when, when people pegging? No, wait. When when two men are having sex, it's not like one is the bottom, one is the top. He did both. Some He's people flip. Yeah, you can flip. He did oh. both. He took it and gave it. Wow. That's why I said I had the both above her because he already knew how I felt to take it. And he So you was pegging him in a relationship? Yeah. He he wanted to be pegged. And it is it, it gave me enjoyment to like bend a man over and just peg him. Like that was enjoyment to me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> when <laughs> Jesus Christ. But shout out to y'all that just like Definitely that bisexual, I would date him. So how did it end? Or why did it end, I should say? I think I... It sounded like it's all good. Yeah, no, it was good. I ended because... Wow, what happened? Something happened. And I was like, it was a trigger for me. Something happened, but a it was like flag. a... No, it was not more of a red flag. It was like a trigger of like a trauma thing that I went to. Uh -huh. Yeah, and yeah, I was like... Just... It was like um he was the... Uh, um, 
not abusive, but those people that was like very aggressive in the bedroom. Oh, he was like a dumb, a dumb. Yeah, he was a dominatrix. Dominatrix. And it's just like it was too much, and I couldn't handle it. And I and I know he enjoyed that. So I remember I left, and I was like, I know you enjoy this, and I only did it for him. But I was like, I can't. Because so I think dumb. about things, the yeah. Bedroom stuff was just too much. It was just it got a little too much. Like we had a safe word and all that stuff. And he and when I say he enjoyed it, I could see in his face. And I was like, he's better off with somebody that could do that with him. Because remember, I was just doing it because I liked it. Like you know, that was like you know my partner. So, but long term, <laughs> it was affecting me because I remember I talked. I will never forget. I remember I talked to a therapist and I was just like. He he bites me and it hurts. And he, and he feel like the deeper and he probably thinking I'm moaning and I'm like, yeah, and he bite me. And I'm just like, I don't like these. Like, and it makes me think about because you know I've been abused and all that stuff. So that's what it triggered me a lot. And I was like, dang, I don't like aggressive. Like when anybody, even if a guy like try to like choke me like hard. You don't like aggression in the bedroom. I don't like aggression. I'm like, I'm like, just comfort me like. And it's horrible because people, and I get it. It's like a pleasure for them, but I can't no, do it. I can't, I I can't do it, dog. Can't well, like. That's what did it. For yeah, you. <laughs> I was like, it was just too much. It got, I could do a little choking, slapping, but it just went wild. Like that biting vampire. Nah, nah, like nah, I couldn't do that. I was. Like, <laughs> I know. I put my pants down, show my therapist. I got bite marks in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> dog. For somebody that I love, I can't do this no more. <laughs> yeah, but he was very like he didn't get mad or anything, and he understood. And he was like, and that's how like so it was like a first breakup where we broke it off like both on the same page. I never been through a breakup like that. Okay, like it was. Mutual. Yeah, we're mutual. Everything was like so. I never been to something like that. So it was like really feeling like we weren't mad. Like I still talk to him to this day. It was nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it felt really, really good. Like, I can go to the same room uh-huh. and not be like, oh, my God, or freak out. Wow. Okay, well, yeah. He sounds like a great guy, man. Shout out to not him. Not a good guy. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. He probably listens to this podcast, too. Hey, shout out to you, man. <laughs> but to answer the question, do I, do I mind freaky bisexual bit? Yeah, those men can do whatever they want. Would you date a bisexual no, woman? I'm not, I, I, no, I'm not No. I'm not gay. No, bisexual I, woman. Would I date a bisexual woman? Yeah, that she does both. Um, like she you know, dated. You know, the stigma of that is just so off. It's off. As in, like you know, it's a stigma of like, oh, bisexual men, ew. But a bisexual woman, like, hmm. Like, would you date one though? Yeah, I wouldn't mind. A bisexual you wouldn't. Woman. I don't. I don't see nothing. Weirdly enough, I don't. See would it be like, say, if you know, she did girl while dating you, she was still like. Strapping on girls, or would that be considered cheating? Without me knowing, yeah. You mean like, would she be like, like if she was messing around with girls? Would that consider be cheating? Like, would you be mad and leave somebody? Yes. And she cheated on you with a girl? Okay. Yes, yes. yes. I was just wondering. Cheating is cheating. Like, cheating like, is cheating. It doesn't matter if it's a man or woman, even if you're bisexual, but if you're like literally sneaking out with them, because I'm like, damn, am I not enough? Yeah. So yes, it would be. It would be a turn off as well. It's like, damn, what the fuck is going on here? Mm. Especially if I find out she's the one that's like pegging them. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Am I in the, who's the man in this relationship? I like to be the man in the relationship. Boy, in them. Because ain't no way, there's no room for two men in a relationship, in my point of view. Would you let a woman peg you? No, absolutely not. Even if it's just a G spot? 
Absolutely not. Would you that's let her a, put a I thumb in the G spot? I think that's a gay theory that men G spots are in their ass to me. To me, I think that's a gay theory. I think that's just a theory. Like I think it's just a scientific I a, theory. I have what there's science proof to this. That yeah, there's a G spot. To me, I think that just a story. Like either I don't think it feels good to them, but I just think it might be. But I, I for my opinion, I think it's one of those theories that somebody gay man or a woman. Yeah. A but I think any even pegging with pegging, I just feel like all those all those men that allow me to peg, I feel like they're bisexual. Because if I can put a strap in your ass, then you definitely can take a dick in the ass. Like, what's the difference? But that's just me. That's just I, I just put them on the bisexual girl. They say they straight, but I'm just like, when a guy asks me to peg them and they tell me they straight, but then they move into Atlanta the next month, <laughs> but I ain't going to say no names, but, you know, no. <laughs> I just like, okay. You but know? No, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't, I don't, I'm not into that. I don't even like ass play with a woman. Like, I don't even like anal. Oh, you wouldn't do anal with a woman either? No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. I haven't and I probably would never. I tell people all the time, like, I had an ex- this is early on. This I mm-hmm. was like 18, 19 at that time. And she asked me to do anal. She probably just wanted to try new things. She did. And my dick literally went, went on. Like, that's how much... It's not like... At that time, I was like, okay, I'm willing to try it. Like, literally, that's how I know see. I'm not into it. Because I couldn't even get up for it, if that makes sense. A lot of them like um, ass play, but I feel like... A lot of who like, like ass play? A lot of men that I be around, they like... like I don't even like, like ass touching play. me and being too close to my ass to me because it's just like it's a very uncomfortable feeling it's not a feel good feeling at all yeah that, yo, that's just not that's just off limits personally you wouldn't even eat the ass no but i feel like you know when you eat vagina you eventually kind of like eat the ass yes, a little it goes bit. Down. i'm sure i probably like ate a little ass, bit right? ass. a couple of seconds Half ass. i probably ate some ass for a couple of seconds or i don't know no. but would i purposely like oh i'm about to go straight for the ass. ass hell no I don't like Ashley in any form because I just feel like there's just some shit that's supposed to come out of it yeah. and I go in it, personally. Yeah. I tried anal sex Remember twice. It's not for me. You tried what? Anal sex twice. Oh, that's not for you? Yeah, it's not for me. It hurt. Hold on. Yeah, it's not for me. It's not enjoyment. Like it hurts to me. Like it hurts. But then I don't like painful stuff in this bedroom. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I just don't like anything pain. Like Like, yeah, (laughs) it's horrible. That's why I say I can never date a wrestler. (laughs) Because I feel like he gonna try to like body slam. Yeah. Because I had I had a homie. He dated a fire, not fire, a police officer. Oh, was she rough? No, oh. she was complete opposite. She was gentle. Cause Maybe because it's going to remind her of her job, and that's no, no, why. No. She was telling me, she was like, yo, when I'm, she's like, I'm a firefighter when I'm at work. I mean, I'm a police officer when I'm, yeah, at, that's what when I'm, I'm at home. She was like, she likes to be submissive. Mm, she yeah, she would be soft, yeah. Her, what she does on the streets at all. <laughs> she like, like no, She's like, she let the man lead, she let the man do everything. I she's like, she, she said, it's a, it's a turn off when a man doesn't do those things, she said. But I feel like when a man leads, he doesn't really like you. What? Like when a man doesn't lead or does like take initiative, he doesn't really like you. It could just be a man that's not a man yet. That As could in be like too. he he may not be the type of man for you, or he may not be a guy that like realized that, oh shit, I gotta take an initiative for those type of things. Because mm. I was one of those men. Mm. Like there's there was it's not that I didn't take initiative to nothing, is it mm. that I pick and choose or like I don't read the room when, oh shit, this is my time to take mm-hmm. an Okay. Because I, I, I hated that. Like, when there was a time in my life I did some self evaluation, I cried. Poor job. But 
I understand that mm-hmm. was just part of my growth. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, oh shit, here's where I should have took initiative. Yeah. I'm not to say that right now I'm perfect at it. No. And I try my best. But no, not that ain't no shit. It's not for me. I don't do it. I don't like it. I don't like my women wanting that. If a girl, if I'm with you and you like that, I'm not the man for you. See, that's the thing. You cannot pay me enough to do that. That's for me. If you if you like that dominatrix thing, I'm not the woman for you. I'm just not. It's just not. For you me. not finna pour no hot candle wax on. Like I'm tired. <laughs> Yo, yo, remember that girl? I think that was one of our mutual friends in Orlando. Was it you or was it Sade? Remember that girl that um the dominatrix girl no, that was doing the girl. classes? I think she was Sade roommate at first. The one that she was a virgin. But yeah. She did mad anal. Yeah. Remember her? You yeah. Still talk to her? Like you still friends with her? No, but I know who you're talking about. Yo, I, I'm still to this day. Every time I think of like, I I think about her too daily when people. I'm like, because that thing hurt. Anal, and I'm sitting there like, yo, I remember this girl that told me she was a virgin in mm-hmm. China, but she was having anal sex on a regular. And I'm, and I'm thinking like, that shit hurts. Come on, booty hole small. <laughs> and I just don't understand for somebody to stretch that booty hole like that. But I heard it clamps. And I feel like sometimes it can mess up. Like, I feel like anal sex is not really good because I feel like it can mess up the penis because, you know, it's a muscle. It can mess up the penis? Yeah, because like, like, think about it. When your shit coming out, it clamps. And another turn, right? So I feel like it's like really tight. I don't know. I don't really know about the anatomy, but I just feel like it's not. In the order that it's comes out of not ass. regular. Yeah, the order that comes out of an ass is just not like. But I, you, I like a clean vagina. But that's how you got to douche. I learned that the hard way too. I like a clean vagina, so like to me, it's like you, know, you got to like douche. The slightest thought of like that shit smelling or the slightest scent would get me back on soft. So if like, you're gonna try anal sex, y'all, let me tell y'all. I'm going to give y'all some tips because you do not want to show no dick. I'm sorry. I'm going to give y'all some tips. Make sure you fast. You don't eat nothing heavy. You don't eat no meat. You don't eat no rice. (laughs) You don't eat nothing heavy. No junk food. You drink. All you want to do is drink green juice, pineapple juice, like something like that's like three days before. Right. And that three days before you want to cleanse. And then that day you're going to do it. Don't eat nothing. Straight water. Cause you don't want to. No, you don't. Cause that shit gonna come out. <laughs> you don't want that shit to come out. Why you having? I'm just saying, like you have to, like people. And I learned this from my bisexual boyfriend, ex boyfriend. Let me tell y'all, you really have to. Like he used to prep. Like he didn't play. You really have to prep yourself Did when you do. Yeah, he that taught game? me how to prep because he was like, I'm not gonna shit on him because he like once somebody shit on him, he not having anal sex no more. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Maybe that. Whipping back to straight. Yeah, so you really, <laughs> you really got to be careful. Wait, so he was prepping you? Yeah, he always, he'll tell me what to eat, what to drink, because it's right. like, it's an experience, yeah. And then it's different, like, he'll try the lubricants to make sure I'm not going to break out. Like, it's really, like, an experience, but you really have to prep. And I did not know it's a lot, it's a lot into this. So when motherfuckers out here having anal sex on the regular or just eating ass, I'll be like, dog. Fresh out of work. Fresh hour, and I'm just like, that dog really love you because ain't no way. And they got men that's cheating on their woman and go eat ass on another woman and they come back home. And I'm just like, I wonder if wow. they eat ass or do anal. Do they like, um, do they tell the person to go shower first? Have you ever been in a situation where any ass play is being done and you did not shower first? There was the guy, I don't, well, I got my ass in a couple times. I just don't like it because I don't like my butthole wet. That's just me in particular. So if you're asking, I'm like, but there was a guy that did eat my ass, but he was still, 
I don't know. He was cheating on his girlfriend. I don't know what happened. But, yeah, he didn't tell me to take a shower or anything. But, mind you, I already prepped myself. Like, I always prep myself. Like, if I know I'm going to have sex with somebody, like, I always prep myself. So, if I'm going to your ass, no shower, no nothing. I took a shower, but he doesn't know that. But he didn't tell me, like, hey, he, he didn't ask me. He just, he just that's why I was like, I would never deal with this guy. Maybe he, like, to tell you first out the shower. Nah, because I feel like he was coming to eat. Like, that's, I remember he he's like, oh, I had a dream about eating your ass. And then here go me, come do it then. Mind you, I don't even like getting my ass away, jokingly. just that, jokingly. That, that was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, come meet me. So me, like, I go, because you guys know I like to have sex at other people's house. I don't like to have sex in my house because I have a sanctuary. <laughs> that's just how I feel. I don't want no spirits in my place. No. I learned, yeah, I learned from my ex. I don't want nobody's in my house. I'm going to come to your house and go over there. He don't know if I didn't. It just was nose in, dive, all in the ass. And I was just like. So here's the defense. If a girl's coming to my, my house and we know what we're about to do, I'm going to assume. You showered, but also I would assume I, you could smell the shower. Oh, no. He just dive in. Didn't even, no foreplay, no nothing. Just dive in the ass. I was like, they ain't just that hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, don't make no Yo, sense. Straight to the ass. Just straight, no, no nothing. That's it. Left. I ain't have to have sex. I was like, wow, this guy. So I was like, I would never date this guy. Yeah, because I'm just like, really? Like, you just ate my ass like that? I can imagine how many people... But then again, he probably was in jail because I feel like he was like a jailbird. Because you know, jailbirds they like to oh, eat ass. Yeah, because you see all that stuff they eat. So I know they like to eat ass. Like, mm. anyway, that's, that's enough. That's, that's enough, enough ass, ass play. Ass talk for today. We could do the whole ass segment. Uh, ass yeah. You need you, you need a lot of segments. We we'll do, we'll do uh, ass. Segment. You need like a sex sex eds. Get some um sex therapist on here. And have some sex ed class. Because I feel like a lot of people, even like relationship-wise or marriage-wise. I'll look into that. This summer. Yeah. This summer that's the some sex ed classes. Sex ed class. Yeah. Some self-care class. Sex mental ed. health. Sex ed class and session. Mental health class and session. Yeah. That's, that's you know that. Look forward to that this summer. Well, or what do they call those people too? Those... People. Dang. There's this thing, because I know you were talking about confidence. So there's these people that build people confidence, but they're called a certain thing. They're like a life coach. Yeah, I should get that too, because I feel like yeah, that's a like, good thing to invest I'm, in. I'm, some of, I'm that. I'm partisan. You I'm probably are. Because some of the, the type of motherfuckers that be messaging me and the other friends that I have that like talk to me about shit, yeah. I feel like I'm a goddamn life coach. So I you might have five people right now that I know I'm a life coach. Then you probably just put that, put them, get that blue. That's like a hustle, because I seen that, and I was like, they don't have like no special degrees and stuff but i get it they you know they've been through that they use their experience and they're very biased like they don't and plus i don't i don't i don't care to monetize on that type of stuff plus no. i don't like too much that's what i say if you love to do that that's what i'm saying people that love to do it, that's what they can do it the few people that i deal with that goes through stuff i'm cool with just them yeah especially me because i'm like 10 and one yes <laughs> and i do like to say you know once again you guys here's the marianne y'all can stop asking me all the questions y'all want to. This is me in the flesh, y'all. All right, so we're going to end it here. We have stuff to do today. Um, before we end, anything else you want to add, Maria? No, but follow me on Timai Natia. It's T-I-M-A-R-I-E-N-A-T-I-R-E-L and TimaiNatia.com. And check me out. You know, I'm traveling. Y'all want to pay me to go Daytona, Tampa. I do travel. All my services are mobile. Thank you, and those will be in the description as well. And for you guys listening, man, 
anybody having a, a summertime? I don't know why. For some reason, I'm looking forward for these summertime pool parties. This I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm looking for a summer party rooftop. I'll be in New York, y'all. So anybody having like one of those little rooftop summer parties? Party. Yeah, I want to go with the barbecue and the grill. I'm down. Or any like vegan type of thing, y'all. I'm, I'm down. Too. But anyway, I'm looking forward. Weirdly enough, there's never been a summer that I look forward to, but besides this one, oh. I don't know why. Maybe because last summer. Good things popping. So I'm like, okay, this year, I'm a, like last year's summer was good for me, but it wasn't even planned. Yeah. Like trying to plan something this year because it was kind of like in a fly. And I'm like, oh shit, I did a lot of New York, Boston. I did this, I did that. So, Those are the better times. Yeah, I live in the present. Like, I don't really. Yeah, I try not to plan. I try not to plan ahead. You plan? Yeah, you plan, but you don't plan. You just come in here and just wing it. For you guys listening, thank you. Oh, it stopped raining. It did outside, so we're going to try to get some sunlight. Um, For you guys that's listening, don't forget, we're on all podcast platforms. If you listen to Apple Apple Podcasts, please, please, please leave us a review. And don't forget, you guys, I am. We are planning a live show sometime this year. Period. Go, bro. Just uh, a lot, a little bit more planning that needs to be done. Be on the lookout for that, and uh, don't forget to share, subscribe, and thank you guys for listening. Until next time, peace.